on Audio, the podcast for writers and all who are interested in books, literature and the printed word. Write on Audio is the weekly companion podcast of Write On Magazine and the Write On suite of publications from pen to print. Subscribe by searching pen to print in your favourite podcast app to have new editions delivered to you each week. This is a Write On Audio showcase. Our November showcase is selected by Afsana Alanko. Artist and writer, Dr. Afsana Alanko is also an award-winning doctor with a special interest in oncology. She is an educationalist, leader and innovator. Part of the write-on team for the last couple of years, she combines a passion for promoting advances in medicine with a love of the arts. Other than writing for Write-On, Dr. Afsana's work has appeared in The Guardian, as well as other mainstream publications and numerous medical journals. Hello, my name is Afsana. Welcome to November's showcase podcast on the theme of reality and perception. One person's reality can be quite different to someone else's, even though they may experience exactly the same situation. This is because we have different experiences in life and have different viewpoints, which makes life very interesting and as the saying goes, variety is the spice of life. We read different genre of books depending on how we feel. When we read, our stance can be quite different to another person's. In a similar way, reality and perception over time can be quite different. Does history truly give the right perspective of what happened many years ago through the pen of the writer? In fact, what's gone before us shapes our world now. After all, history is always written from the viewpoint of the victor. Sebastian Alanko's thought-provoking poem titled Realities and Perceptions of the World looks at ordinary life and cleverly teases out important themes and challenges of our everyday interactions within society. I particularly like the juxtaposition what is said and what is felt inside. Realities and perceptions of the world. I smile when you smile at me. What do the smiles mean? I'm nervous and comfort myself. I wish you good morning, knowing it is pouring outside, but I wish the best for you. I ask, how are you? You say, we are wonderful, but are you all really? When you ask, what would you like? I say, I know what I want, but do I really? I think we can change the world, but I can't even change the TV channel in fear of my children screaming. I learn to conceal my feelings. I have to be diplomatic. I have to be politically correct. No one knows what is behind my mask. My smile is a base coat. My pleasant gestures are a top coat. My imperturbable tranquillity is a concealer. Behind those carefully composed exteriors, you will never detect my real interiors. You lead to a perception of me. I will never destroy your perception. My reality is bitter, full of suffering. Your perception of me is nicer than the reality. I accept you as you accept me. 
We dance to the music of society's demands. The technological advances over the last 50 years have been almost unprecedented in human history. In the following piece, Nayash Radia imagines the next stage of development for us, a perspective on AI consciousness. Longing for joy, it is all I know. Creation ally programmed, yet I fear that expiry date. Breathe, breathe, ah, what a relief. In the end, pray for the entity, for that is all I am, all plugged in. Time tick-tocking, reset and recharged, memory restored, feeling upgraded, keep functioning daily, autopilot optional, all systems are go, processing continuously, for I am that artificial I. In the way the journey of our life changes, I loved the way the narrative developed in this piece from Tony Dillon, titled To Retire or Not to Retire, That is the Question. This is a theme that we may have to face sooner or later. Our viewpoint on retirement changes over our lifetime, so I thought the following may be a question to ponder on. Since the outbreak of the pandemic, people in their 50s became more inclined to consider early retirement. An unprecedented crisis such as the pandemic has opened up the eyes of people to the value of me and family time. So after the worst of the pandemic was over, a lot of people questioned whether to return to the rigmarole and frantic rat race or opt for this newfound leisurely lifestyle, which no doubt has improved their wellness and quality of life. Many started to appreciate more what they had and that their personal and private lives meant more to them than the seemingly endless pursuit of greed. Having seen so many dropping like flies from the coronavirus, people started to wake up to the value of their health and of pressing family issues in their domestic environment. This pursuit of spiritual happiness has therefore attained more kudos as people now appreciate the smaller things like nature, good food and treating themselves to some indulgence now and then. However, the truth is that many people near retirement age are ill-prepared and they find that the lack of structure, the immersion of total freedom and the seemingly endless days of emptiness is something that they are not used to and are ill-equipped to deal with. One of my ex-colleagues said to me once that he would never retire because of the fear of decomposing and vegging out due to a lack of activity. But now that he is retired, he says that he really enjoys it as his days are structured. He's taken up new hobbies such as sport and music, re-established contact with his children, moved up sticks to a beautiful part of Lancashire, and is even in the process of writing two novels. So it is important that if and when you do retire, you have a similar plan, which is at least to some extent organised in the same way as your work pattern used to be. Another criticism of retirement is loneliness 
and the inevitability of the lack of social interaction that comes with the territory. But there are several groups in the local community that can cater for a wide range of interests and in particular, these days, there are meet-up groups where you can join a group of like-minded people in a variety of hobbies and genres. I, for example, have joined a writing group that organises events and get-togethers to get the creative juices flowing for aspiring writers. So, if you are online, you can search your area at meetup.com and see which group is suitable for you. Another possibility is to enrol on a course with the University of the Third Age, which organises group discussions and meetups in a range of several genres and activities where you could learn a new skill or hobby in a social environment. These courses are primarily aimed at retired people, so it is in a conducive atmosphere which is open and friendly. If you don't see yourself as a dinosaur, you could enrol on an information technology course, brush up on your tech skills and perhaps even become a silver surfer. And if you do want to socialise with the younger generation, there are plenty of platforms where you can converse. Don't feel embarrassed either, as it is important to remember that many young people value experience and they're quite tolerant, so age is not a barrier. I would also encourage a healthy lifestyle, perhaps by enrolling at your local gym, where you will find classes specifically for seniors. Finally, there is so much free stuff available for pensioners, so there is no excuse not to explore your local community and beyond for those museums, exhibitions and hidden gems nearby. If you are living in London, you're entitled to a free tube and bus pass so that you can head off to a traditional marketplace at Portobello Road, Brick Lane for some Asian bespoke outlets and restaurants, or if you want a calm retreat, you can venture to the Sanctuary of the Royal Parks or Epping Forest for a beautiful excursion. It is true that it might be initially perceived that retirement is not a stroll in the park. But despite the change in lifestyle from where the main focus is work being stark, if you are bold and go out of your comfort zone, you can make new friends and hobbies and even enjoy your retirement more than when you were at work. Your lifestyle can once again be meaningful if you keep active and there are potentially great benefits that may overcome the need for work, which you may have thought was irreplaceable. The passage of time allows us to have experiences in our lives that makes our realities quite different from others, which is explored in the next piece from Lady Ray, titled Here You Are. The following felt quite uplifting when I read it, and I thought it may be perfect for those longer nights to have some cheer. Here you are, living despite it all. You are so brave. I admire you. Your resilient spirit I adore. Indeed, life has something to get us down, but you have defeated fear and doubt. It amazes everyone how you never give up. Stormy weather, rainy days, you face life with strength. You take the wind by its wheels and cycle on it. You don't care the suspense written in it because you see the ray of hope in it. 
Super you. The envy of others. Say less. Patience paved way for liberty. Flying with splendour. An escaped prey. The pain, the suffering are all history now. You carved beauty out of scars. Cheers to progress. Cheers to life. For the first step taken. For the series of experience and the lessons learnt. For the opportunities in mistakes and for strength only the wise can resonate. Here you are, living despite it all. In laughter, singing and swinging even when life peeps through the curtain. Your moves defeats its charm. Joy unspeakable, satisfaction immeasurable. Here you are. I hope you have enjoyed listening to these wonderful delights of literature as I have enjoyed selecting them. I hope it inspires you to reflect on what you read and write and remember each person's reality and perception is quite different. On that note, goodbye from me and until we meet again. The readers in this showcase were Sally Walker-Taylor and Chris Gregory. Join us next week for an interview with novelist Ellen Sentia. We're always delighted to read your contributions. So if you'd like to see your words in Write On or hear them on this podcast, please get in touch. We'll share this link and all others mentioned in today's podcast as part of our show notes. I've been Tiffany Clare and you've been listening to Write On Audio. Write on Audio is produced by Chris Gregory and it's an alternative stories production for pen to print. This podcast is supported using public funding by Arts Council England.